When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Did you miss Canty and Carlin? The biggest decision of the 2020 NFL Draft going to be litigated on Sunday Night Football this week. Has Tua overtaken Justin Herbert in your own personal quarterback rankings? This is Canty and Carlin, ESPN Radio. ESPN app. You can watch my award-winning headshot and also see Courtney in video if you watch us on ESPN. Plus, you can call the Dr. Pepper call-in line or check in with us on the Dr. Pepper Twitter feed. It's triple eight say ESPN, or you can follow Courtney at Courtney R. Cronin. You can follow me at Hammer Nation 19. All right, eight and four Dolphins, six and six Chargers. Coming into the year, Courtney, everybody would rather have Justin Herbert than. Tua Tungavailoa, he's making plays on fourth down in game number uh, uh, 17 last year on national television. Mm-hmm. But really, Tua is having a better season and now plays for a better team. He's also been healthier. Um, if you could pick one, which direction would you go? It is such a tough question. And I know that this one has been debated because we finally get to see the quarterbacks that were picked you know, just a couple picks apart in 2020 and get to evaluate them in a head-to-head matchup. Like, so for all of that, we can look at these two and say, well, none of them have led their team to the playoffs yet, so throw that out the window as far as what would be a deciding factor one way or the other. I, I think everything that Tua has done this year, and you brought up he's remained healthy, how incredible is it that this is a guy who had a severe concussion in week four of the season on that Thursday night game probably shouldn't have been playing in that game considering the head injury or back injury whatever they want to call it he sustained the week before but the Mm. fact that he missed three games and didn't really seem to miss a beat for a Dolphins team right now that is on the cusp of you know being able to hold on to the overall the number excuse me the number one seed in the AFC East and every game all but one that he has started and finished they've won of course last week they lose to the San Francisco a 49ers but first time yeah yeah and I I just I feel like everything around Tua and I've said this the way that you rebuild a team the way that you give a quarterback every humanly possible out option to make sure that they can succeed or fail is by doing exactly what the Miami Dolphins did for Tua this past year it's a master class in how to build around a quarterback so them going mm-hmm. out getting in pass protection which you know ha- had been faulty at points for the Miami Dolphins and on top of that finding Tyreek Hill and bringing him to the Miami Dolphins was a huge upgrade because Tua right now is second in QBR behind Patrick Mahomes. Last year at this time, he was a bottom five quarterback in that category, and that measures wow. the body of work. It measures right everything Right receiver that he's and right done. coach. 
right? I mean, you S- put sometimes those two it's all factors. of those things, and that's what sure. pans out to make a quarterback a successful one outside of his, you know, talent and everything else. And he's an incredibly accurate quarterback. So I guess if you're asking me this, I don't want to go prisoner of the moment because I do feel like Justin Herbert is still a tremendous quarterback. He can't overcome all of these injuries around Courtney, him. Courtney, you've been filibustering. I need an answer. Tua, I'll go with Tua or Herbert? I will go with Tua at the moment. Wow! Because the, wow. the way, now, the, way let- the roster's constructed, I uh, that factors into my decision. It's not that I'm outright picking one quarterback and not picking another one. I'm looking uh-huh. at the overall body of work. Now, if you watch the two guys throw a pass, I mean, Justin Herbert throws a beautiful, beautiful pass. But I remember when he was in college at Oregon, Courtney, he snatched defeat from the jaws of victory like five times in his college career. And it made me wonder about winning with him. There's no question who the more talented player is between the two. But I just think Tua has some magic in him that Justin Herbert is lacking. Someone that doesn't believe in magic as an actual statistic is, of course, Bill Barnwell, who's a whole (laughs) hell of a lot smarter than me. He's the host of the Bill Barnwell Show podcast on ESPN Radio. And he talked about the future for Herbert and what's going on with the Chargers. It's important that they sort of have some clarity on what to do next year because I think there are legitimate questions about this coaching staff, whether Brandon Staley is going to be back, whether Joe Lombardi, the offensive coordinator, is going to be back. And I don't think it's essential that he makes it to the playoffs, but I do think it's important that they have an idea of, okay, you know, we always talk about evaluating the quarterback and knowing what you have. I think at this point it's evaluating the offensive coordinator and knowing, okay, we have the right guy for Justin Herbert. We're going to move forward with him in year three. Or if it's the opposite of, hey, we don't have enough around Justin to make him better, we need to go out and get a new offensive coordinator. We need to go out and get a new offensive mindset because that's going to unlock the best out of Justin Herbert, and we haven't done that yet. Canty Carlin on ESPN Radio. I'm Aaron Goldhammer with Courtney Cronin. Yeah, I don't know about their coach either. He makes some decisions. Talk about snatching defeat from the jaws of victory. He did that himself when he refused to take a tie in that wild game 17 last year between the Raiders and the Chargers. Now, Courtney, the rest of the 2020 quarterback class, this is like the 1983 quarterback class. We might be doing 30 for 30s about Joe Burrow went first. Then Jalen Hurts went later in the second round. Uh, Then you have Tua and Herbert. I mean, I could argue four of the 10 best quarterbacks in the NFL this year went in the 2020 NFL draft. Fair. Absolutely fair. And I think that that's why this conversation is so relevant right now, because we're seeing what Burrow did last year, what he's doing this year, a team that had a weird start to the season, yet I believe right now, uh, their chances are as good as they were at this time last year to make a Super Bowl run. So there's one. Obviously, two in the situation that he's in. Justin Herbert in the situation. Excuse me. Jalen Hurts in the situation that he's in. The big outlier there is, is Justin Herbert. And he has all of the skills and all of the things that you would need in your toolbox, so to speak, as a quarterback to be a successful one. But in addition to that, this is a team that if you take a look at Barnwell's article, like one thing I thought – 
that he pointed out that was that was huge about this outside of the Corey Lindsay like in and out of the lineup injury and Rashawn Slater being out. Um, Keenan Allen's Keenan Allen and Mike Williams have been on the field for 30 combined snaps this season. What do you think that's going to do to your quarterback? Do you think that's going to help or hurt him? It's very obvious when you see a quarterback like Tua, who has had the consistent production from Jalen Waddell and Tyreek Hill, what that's done to take his game to the next level. So I know that you don't want to always blame injuries, and there has to be a workaround for some things. This is still a team that's 6-6. and They could very well make their way into the wild card round, but I look at this and say, Tua's, like, I'm just going off of what we know. I don't want Justin Herbert to become this gigantic question mark of like what could have been, but like never was because of the adjustments that they didn't make in terms of the coaching staff, in terms of the scheme and in terms of the injury. But as of right now, I'm going to ride the hot hand here with Tua. And I think that that's the safe pick for me, at least in terms of who I'd want to build a franchise around, considering we've seen what happens when good things happen to the roster. So by that logic, I'm okay with that. The thing with Tua Court that scares me is his injury history. You talked about the concussions. I mean, the guy had a degenerative hip condition or what? Like, it has not been pretty Mm -hmm. for him with injury history. And I think playing in that division, you know, you're going to have to play some cold weather games. If they want to win the division just at any time in the next decade, they're going to have to go to Buffalo and win. And probably they're going to have to do that in cold weather. My question mark with Tua is whether his body can just take that kind of the elements, the wind, the winter, giant 300-pound defensive lineman coming after him. Um, and because of that, I do wonder, like, uh, Tua's having an incredible year. If Stephen Ross had a time machine and he could go back and take either Herbert or Hertz, um, he might do that. He's not changing his coach, and certainly the Tyreek Hill trade is working out well for everybody. Tua was asked about this this week. He was drafted before Herbert. Tua went five. Herbert went six in this 2020 draft. And he was asked, you know, like, was he surprised that he got taken before Justin Herbert? Take a listen. I feel that uh, I've been very blessed to, to have gotten chosen, regardless of if I got chosen before him or after him. Um, you know, I'm, I'm just happy to be where I'm, I'm at. Um, I don't think anything of it. You know, I, I know everyone else outside of um, our building and, you know, fans want to make speculations about that. But uh, for for me, you know, I'm, I'm just very fortunate, very blessed to be in, in this position. So, uh, you know, I'll, I'll let everyone else handle handle the, the talking with that. And, uh, you know, that's that's my stance on it. Classy for Tua. And um, really, I think, too, you know, you think about with him where he's come from. The Dolphins wanted to trade for Tom Brady. I, I, I think yeah. there was like a tampering charge about this. There was. Then the, they were on the verge last year of trading for Deshaun Watson. So, I mean, I think on both accounts, they got to be really happy with the trades they didn't make uh, in terms of their quarterback position. And the fact that they stuck with him, again, should be a great one. Sunday night football this week, flexed in with the 8-4 and four Dolphins and the Six and six. I still want to say San Diego, but it is Los Angeles Chargers. Tune in NBA action tomorrow night. Defending champion Warriors host the Celtics. I think that's an NBA finals rematch. Coverage begins eight o'clock Eastern on ESPN radio and the ESPN app. Up next, the matchup we've all been rating for is Tom Brady against 
Brock Purdy. Should the 49ers still be considered an NFC contender? We'll discuss. It's Canty and Carlin. I'm Aaron Goldhammer. She's Courtney Cronin. ESPN Radio, the ESPN app. Passion, drive, and patience. The formula for winning championships is also what keeps your ride or die alive. eBay Motors has everything you need to maintain your vehicle and level it up to peak performance. Superchargers, roof racks, exhaust kits, LED headlights, and more. Whether you're into speed, power, or style, eBay Motors has you covered. With over 122 million parts for your number one ride or die, you'll always find exactly what you're looking for. And with eBay Guaranteed Fit, your part is guaranteed to fit your ride every time or your money back. Because with eBay Motors, you're burning rubber, not cash. With all the parts you need at the prices you want, it's easy to make your car the MVP and bring home huge wins. Keep your ride or die alive at ebaymotors.com. Eligible items only. Exclusions apply. Hi, it's Mike Greenberg letting you know ESPN Bet is ready to take you through all the biggest sports moments this spring. The official sportsbook of ESPN has exclusive offers and markets from Scott Van Pelt, Stephen A. Smith, and me, plus many more. From the playoff intensity to finally getting out to the ballpark, there's no better time for sports fans. Sign up today. New users get a bet reset up to $1,000 in bonus bets if your first bet doesn't win. Download ESPN Bet today. What a play. Must be 21 plus and present in select states. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. See app for details. Did you miss Canty and Carlin? Thought this was going to be Tom Brady and Jimmy Garoppolo. Well, it's Tom Brady, all right. And Brock Purdy, 425 Eastern Time, Bucks 49ers, one of the big games of the weekend as we get you ready for the NFL. Canty and Carlin on ESPN Radio, ESPN app. You can watch the show on ESPN+. Plus. We are presented by Progressive Insurance. I'm Aaron Goldhammer. She is Courtney Cronin. Want to join the conversation? You can. Dr. Pepper call in line at 888-SAY-ESPN. That's 888-729-3776. I forgot the number there for You were about to give out my phone number because I nearly did that in the pre-show meeting, writing out everything on my list. I was like, all right, 888-2. I was like, oh, no, wait, don't give your phone number out, Courtney. That's a horrible idea. You already have enough people sliding in your DM. So I'm glad that you didn't take that misstep there Aaron. i appreciate yeah that. I, I one one time on a reset i gave my cell phone number out by mistake and Did no one noticed it? no no like just no every just went in one ear and out the other and then there was another incident with the nfl that i don't want to get into where they mistakenly published my number publicly on an oh online directory that's not good our fans fans in cleveland found it and like verizon i found out through verizon that if you get a thousand phone calls within the span of 15 minutes they'll just shut off your phone and that's exactly where we were oh my gosh Um, what if you had an emergency I, I well, I eventually and got my number changed. And then nobody could reach you because Verizon's like, well, we're doing him a favor by shutting off his phone. But it was really like something life-threatening that you needed to get somebody need to get your attention. Uh, I was completely and totally paralyzed. Um, oh well, speaking of cell phones, Tom Brady refused to give his over to the NFL during the Deflategate investigation, and he is on the field against I think the team he's wanted to play for for his entire career. I got to say, the Bucks were here in Cleveland a couple weeks ago, Courtney. Their offense looks really good on paper with a lot of big names and stars. It is not good 
when you actually watch Tom Brady play, and now they have to go up against the best defense in the NFL? Yeah, I think what happened last week against the Miami Dolphins where Miami's offense went 0 for 9 on third down, Nick Bosa had three sacks, that should probably worry Tom Brady because he doesn't really like players around his feet. He doesn't like the pass rush coming up the middle, and lo and behold, the San Francisco 49ers can pressure quarterbacks in a handful of ways. So that's not great for a team that's 6-6 six and six right now, holding on to the four seeds simply because they're the best team in their division, which I use the word best loosely. It's just based on record because the NFC South is absolutely awful, as we have seen time and again. But this game has so much intrigue around it for all the wrong reasons because all of a sudden – We went from the beginning of the season, I don't know, Trey Lance and all of his inexperience, it's probably going to hold this team back from going to Glendale, to week 13, hey, Brock Purdy managed a game. He looked really good in moments against the Miami Dolphins in place of an injured Jimmy Garoppolo. Why not Brock? Like That song cry that the San Francisco 49ers have, it's just so disrespectful to the quarterback that he's going to be taking over with. And I I just think that you cannot not expect a drop-off from Garoppolo to Brock Purdy. Of course, there's things that that, uh, Kyle Shanahan can do within the confines of this offense to simplify things for his seventh-round rookie. But then again, they're not going to be leaning on him whatsoever. Like Their only chance these next couple weeks to make sure they get through the rest of their schedule and into the postseason is is to lean so heavily on that league-best number one defense, like you mentioned, to utilize Christian McCaffrey and run the heck out of the ball. Use him, use Debo Samuel, say, sorry, Debo, we know you don't want to be a hybrid player anymore. We need you, you to do that in these weeks because of <laughs> what we right. have at quarterback. Yep, and and think about this. Purdy is in the perfect situation. You know, look, I, I know he was Mr. Irrelevant. He was the last pick in the draft. Um, but he's got a great offensive line with a great left tackle. He's on a pretty dang healthy team with great weapons and receivers and one of the best offensive coaches in the league. That being said, so I think they can make the playoffs. I think they're going to win this game this weekend. At some point, though, I've just seen enough NFL playoff games to know you're going to need your quarterback to make some plays and lead you down the field with – And just because Brock Purdy played three good quarters last week against Miami in spot duty, once there's tape on you, you have to go through a whole practice week, you're the number one quarterback. Like, I don't know. This could be like the Jeff Saturday thing where, okay, everybody declared victory after one week that he was going to be a great coach. And now we realize a few weeks later, you know, maybe he's not going to be back as the coach of the Indianapolis Colts. Look, I'm rooting for Brock Purdy. I think it's a really cool, fun story. But my guess is that the 49ers Super Bowl chances crashed and burned when Jimmy Garoppolo went down with this broken foot because a seventh-round pick, the odds of a seventh-round pick making the plays necessary at the end, um, not going to happen. Do I think they're going to win this division? I do. I think they're the best team in the division. But your Super Bowl window, Courtney, is only so wide. And I, I do wonder if they were watching as Baker Mayfield led that 98-yard drive last night, they were thinking to themselves, hmm, maybe we should have thought about trying to push something with Carolina. They couldn't have jumped the Rams in the waiver order anyway. 
Mm-hmm. But my understanding is that they did not put a claim in on Baker Mayfield. Correct. And that maybe had they been more ag- aggressive, like before the deadline or, or something just to improve that backup quarterback spot. I don't know. Yeah. And I mean, we'll we'll know, I guess, by the end of the season, if they should or if they should not have. Like if they did the right thing or if they should have put a claim in for him. Because so far as we know, there was only one team to do it. And I don't necessarily think that that means ev- that everyone else is out on Baker Mayfield. It just made sense given his salary, given what the Rams needed, literally someone to throw the ball down the field because their third-string quarterback couldn't do that and their backup was injured. That's why it made sense. But the level of disrespect that Jimmy Garoppolo continues to get is like just and, and that's all rooted in Brock Purdy can lead this team in place of Jimmy Garoppolo. I think it's optimism that is hopeful. I don't think it's optimism that is realistic because – quarterbacks are game changers in the postseason. We have seen time and again teams lean on their defense, lean on other elements of the game to get to the playoffs, but when their quarterback can't be a game changer, be scheme transcendent, be the guy that lifts you above the other team in crunch time, as we saw happen in the 2019 Super Bowl when Jimmy Garoppolo was the quarterback and then they had that monumental fourth quarter collapse against the Chiefs. Like, we had been saying this about Jimmy Garoppolo. Man, he might be in the impediment to a Super Bowl. So now all of a sudden we're just going to throw that out the window and say Brock's the guy? Like, that's just completely delusional, and it's going to be a really long, anxious couple weeks for these San Francisco 49er fans in seeing when they get to the playoffs, because I'm with you. They will. They will get to the postseason. They're going to win the NFC West. It's fine. But what yep. happens when you actually are facing good teams in the postseason and Brock yeah, Purdy and really, quarterback? You know, really bona fide quarterbacks. That's why the yes. NFC is so fascinating, because in my mind, I really liked where the 49ers sat. And then their quarterback broke his foot. Up next, are the Bengals legitimate Super Bowl contenders? We'll answer that and more as we go through respect it or check it. It's next after Courtney gives you a word about FanDuel. Football season is heating up, so now is the perfect time to download FanDuel, America's number one sports book. Because right now, new customers get a no-sweat first bet up to $1,000. That's free bets back in your pocket if your first bet does not win. Just sign up with promo code PLAY. The app is safe, secure, super easy to use. FanDuel has all your favorite bets from the money line to point spreads to player props. So be sure to sign up today with promo code PLAY, P-L-A-Y, for your no-sweat first bet. Make every moment more this season with FanDuel, official sportsbook partner of the National Football League. This podcast is proud to be supported by Jets Pizza, the number one pick in Detroit-style pizza. Why? It's simple. Jets is better. With the thickest, crispiest, cheesiest Detroit-style pizza in the country, there's no competition. Right now, get $5 off any eight-corner pizza with code 8SAVE. That's the number eight, S-A-V-E. Go to JetsPizza.com to learn more and find a location near you. Again, try Jet's signature eight-corner pizza and get $5 off with code 8SAVE. That's the number eight, S-A-V-E. Jet's Pizza. Better because it has to be. Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price, Priceline. 
Did you miss Canty and Carlin? We'll play Respect It or Check It. Coming up in just a second, Canty and Carlin, ESPN Radio, the ESPN app. We're on Sirius XM. You can listen to ESPN Radio on Channel 80. We are presented by Progressive Insurance. You can hit us up the Dr. Pepper Twitter feed. Courtney is at Courtney R. Cronin. I'm Aaron Goldhammer, and you can follow me at HammerNation19. Respect it or check it. Brought to you by FanDuel Sportsbook. Make every moment more. Here is our producer, Devin Kane. Respect it. Or check it. With Canty and Carlin. All right. First up, the Bengals are legitimate Super Bowl contenders. Aaron, respect it or check it? I respect it, man. I, I, is there a more underrated player in sports than Joe Burrow? Like, he doesn't get talked about, as, in my underrated? mind. I do. I don't think he gets talked about on the level of, uh, you know, the really, really great quarterbacks. And I think he now, there's an argument, I think, Courtney, that he's top three. You know, that he's there with Josh Allen. And I think the general consensus is that Allen is better, and I don't necessarily buy that. I also think, you know what's underrated about them? Their defense is really solid, and they have the Chiefs number. They've beaten Kansas City three times in a row. Courtney, respect it or check it, Bengals Super Bowl contenders. I'll say that I respect it because this team did not start out the season the way that they wanted to. Obviously, that first loss to the Steelers was not great. and There felt like a snowball effect. Jamar Chase gets hurt, but he comes back. And this team is rolling at the right time. And the reason I have belief that they could be Super Bowl contenders is this is aligning with the exactly where it was last year at this time. Like last week, they had the Kansas City Chiefs. Last year at that time, a week ago last year at that time, they had the same record, 7-4. and four. Now they're 8-4. and four. And so I think the win that they had against Kansas City showed me a lot, showed me the resiliency of this team and showed me that – this changing of the guard, so to speak, that we have seen kind of like the buck passed around from the Bills to the Chiefs to Joe Burrow and the Bengals, and it kind of just keeps getting you know moved around. There are three really, really good teams in the AFC, and that's without even looking at a Miami or others that are in the mix too. Tennessee, for Baltimore. So I Baltimore's think Baltimore is in first place right now. Yeah, exactly. Yep. So I look at Cincinnati cl- clipping on the heels of Baltimore specifically because of that Lamar Jackson injury, and I think that they are Super Bowl contenders. This just reminds me a lot of where they were last year, and look what happened then. We're a minute away from winning it. Baker Mayfield will revitalize his career in Los Angeles. Courtney, respect it or check it. I respect it because if if last night's any indication that on 48 hours notice he gets the playbook, they say, hey, hope you're not in a middle seat so anybody can see our plays. Go ahead and read this thing on the plane and be ready to play. He played pretty darn well, 22-35 last night, and he threw a touchdown as well. Of course, there were moments where the offense wasn't clicking. I would expect that with a quarterback who just got there. But for what he did on that 98-yard touchdown drive alone with 135 remaining in the game, that to me shows you, you put him in the right system, you ask him to do what is required of him within the confines of the offense, and you'll be okay. This is an offense that can feature a heck of a lot of play action and rolling pockets and moving Baker Mayfield away from pressure and putting him in a situation to succeed. 
He doesn't need to do more than what he's capable of. Sean McVay is the perfect chemist to put that whole thing together and create a concoction that leads Baker Mayfield to finding his next starting job, either with the Rams, if Matthew Stafford isn't healthy, or somewhere else next year. I think he's going to be a guest on Canty and Carlin before he's in the Super Bowl. I think he's perfect for college game day. Well, no so one said he was el- going to be in the Super Bowl, Aaron. Well, well, but I, Revitalizing I, your career is not the same thing as winning a championship. Uh, okay, I, I, it was good for him, you know, first of all, that he pulled that off. Because I really think his career before last night was totally on life support. Mm-hmm. If you play for three teams in the span of a year, you're on the verge of being out of the league. So now I don't think he's on the verge of being out of the league anymore. But do I ever think he's going to live up to being the number one pick in the draft? No, no chance. That was a mistake. He shouldn't have been picked number one. It's not his fault. I think he has an NFL future ahead of him. But a better future in television. I'm more excited about his analyst future than I am about his football future. Next. But you do but you do think that he has a way to bounce back, so to speak, in his career. So technically by that logic you would respect it. We never said his, it was boomer bust. He has to win a what, Super Bowl. What do you mean by revital? What do you mean by revitalize? Go though? be like, a starter the, somewhere else. Go have a good career. Stay in the NFL. Go be Geno Smith. Go be someone else. It's a mid-tier quarterback that gets a job somewhere else. Staying around, finding the right system—that is one of the hardest things to do for any quarterback in the NFL. So, by that yeah. logic, I think that you actually do respect it. See, but I, I would like I, to see my I'd TV re- at some point too. But I, I, I would rather have Taylor Heineke, let me just be clear, than Baker Mayfield. Because I just think Baker is a locker room distraction and... Oh, no, just... not the dreaded D word. The distraction. I, I... Courtney, We're really going to go down that path? He's been injured. He, uh, you know, his leadership is questionable at best. And last night's the perfect spot for him. He can ride in on a horse and be a cowboy. That is... Baker Mayfield to a T. So I, I don't want to feel like I'm ripping him. Congratulations to him. He he deserved it. You know, he, it, to, to put a smile on his face after the year he's had, that's that's good. I don't think he's revitalizing his football career, really, like to get back to a playing at a really high level. Anyway, sorry. Next. Lamar Jackson will get the contract he's seeking in the offseason. Aaron, are you going to respect it or check it? I, I'm going to check it because I think, well – do you think Lamar Courtney is rooting for the Ravens this weekend? Yeah, I would hope he would be because that's going to affect their playoff chances if they can beat the Steelers and keep pace in the AFC North. Why wouldn't he be? But let's but let's say they win and look good with Heineke. And he's trying to get $230 million. Like, I, I think he might get paid, but I don't think he's going to get paid, paid. So I'm I'm going to check it because I think the year he's had this year, his health, um, I don't think he's ever going to get the contract that Deshaun Watson got from the Browns. Tyler Huntley is the name you're looking for there. That's going to be the starting quarterback if Lamar Oh, did Jackson I call him is... Taylor Heineke? Yeah. Because no, you were so we're... infatuated by him because you'd rather have him than Baker Mayfield. But if Lamar can't go, and what we do know is that he has that knee injury, he's doubtful for week 14 against the Steelers. They are not favored in that game. That he'll be starting. I get your point because if they lose, it's like, man, if only Lamar were here, and I think that they can go back to last year and look at what happened when this team missed the postseason because Lamar had that injury in December that kept him out a couple games, and they were signing guys off the street to play quarterback. 
his value to this team is noted. He doesn't need to do anything more. He's already proven it. He's a unanimous MVP in 2019. I will respect this. I think that he does get the big deal that he has been craving and wanting, and the one that he turned down, this one will be a bigger one. But I don't think, because of the reports that we heard about owners trying to get together and say, hey, don't do anything like what the Cleveland Browns did where guaranteed contracts, fully guaranteed ones for quarterbacks, become the norm. I think he will not get that magnitude of a deal because I don't think anybody's getting that kind of deal anymore, Aaron. Well, We'll see how it works out with the Browns and Watson. If he plays like he did last week, that's going to go down as, for many reasons, the worst contract in the history of sports. And funny, up next, my ESPN contract says that we have to talk about the Browns on every show that I am on. So, Courtney, we're going to drag you into a Browns playoff discussion. It's Candy and Carlin. I'm Aaron Goldhammer. She's Courtney Cronin, ESPN Radio and the ESPN app. Did you miss Candy and Carlin? Courtney, you know who the worst quarterback in the NFL was last week? Deshaun Watson. It was Deshaun Watson. The Browns are paying him $230 million. Their brand, their franchise has rightfully so been dragged through the mud after they acquired him. They've given up first-round draft picks. What did he do in his debut? He was the worst quarterback in the NFL. Canty and Carlin, ESPN Radio. ESPN App Series XM Channel 80. I'm Aaron Goldhammer. She is Courtney Cronin. I am in Cleveland and talk about the Browns for my day job. And we were waiting for Watson. Some fans thought that he was just going to fall out of the sky and be the savior of the season for the Browns. They have won a couple games in a row. They're 5-7. and seven. They have the Bengals' number. But Deshaun Watson in his debut could hardly complete a pass. 12 of 22 for 131 yards and a quarterback rating of a whopping 53.4. Courtney, how much of it is rust? And if you were a Browns fan, how much of what Watson did on the field would concern you from last week? It's absolutely rust. How many times had we heard that he hadn't played in over 700 days, Aaron? And to expect that he was going to just parachute in and they were going to look terrific and beat the Houston Texans in the process, well, that's just unrealistic. And I think when we're having this football conversation of Deshaun Watson, you have to separate all of the -the off-the-field accusations and everything else that's been going around him that he doesn't want to address publicly because you've got to look at the on-field product separately than the off-field product. But you cannot tell me that the off-field stuff, the 10 women that accused him out of the 26 that filed civil suits against him, that that wasn't seeping into his brain and just, you know, the overall cluster bleep that was down in Houston where, you know, the the former owners, uh, you know, the owner of the Houston Texans' wife turned its back to him. Like, this guy felt like public enemy number one in a stadium that's where he began his NFL career. He doesn't know anything other than playing in Houston. So I think that that directly had an effect on top of the rust of why he looked so bad at NRG Mm -hmm. Stadium last week. Yeah, they still won, but my goodness, Deshaun Watson is going to – like he's going to need a lot of time in this system. And I honestly felt when we knew the 11-game suspension was coming down – that this season was going to be a wash anyways. No disrespect to Jacoby Brissett. I think he did a good job, an admirable job, in place of Deshaun Watson. 
But this season, if you didn't have the guy, like you wouldn't be paying $230 million for a quarterback you didn't think was a generational talent and could help you win a lot of football games. They sacrificed their reputation publicly because they think Deshaun Watson can help them win football games. They don't expect performances like the one they saw in Week 13. They only expected it in a vacuum because of how long he had not been playing competitive football. So then let me put it in these terms, right? Like how long is the rust a legitimate excuse and how much better should they expect him to be in Cincinnati when they're playing for their playoff lives on December 11th this weekend? You know, because if Jacoby Brissett gives you a better chance to win and you're technically still alive in the division race, there's part of me as crazy as this sounds, that feels like you owe it to the 52 guys to make winning on Sunday more important than knocking off Watson's rust. Am, well, am I making any sense with yes, what I'm and, saying? Yes, and I want to ask you, do you know offhand what their playoff chances are if they win and they beat the Bengals on Sunday? So they're, if they win out and their schedule isn't that hard, no, uh, I think they're, pro- they're probably going to win the division. So, but the big hurdle to winning out is winning this game because sure. the Bengals are one of the best teams in the AFC and they got to play them on the road. Then they have Baltimore and probably Tyler Huntley, don't call me Taylor Heineke at home. Then they have the Saints and the Commanders and then they finish with the Steelers. So the last three are pretty easy. Um, you know, and, and I, you know, I wonder this too, Courtney, like if he looks that bad again in the first half, but they're not totally out of it. Like, again, does Kevin Stefanski, do the Browns owe it to their fans to put Jacoby Brissett into this game at some point? They're hoping they don't have to deal with this, but I wonder if it's going to come up at some point during this game, 1 o'clock Eastern, Sunday afternoon. You know, it's a good point because this is a team that's not out of the race whatsoever. Yeah, they need to win out here, and, and the schedule, as you mentioned, is not that difficult to do that, but... This coaching staff has to expect that no matter what the version, what version of Deshaun Watson they see in practice every single day, a different version is going to appear on the field until he's actually comfortable right. playing football at full speed again. So I agree with that. if he's atrocious in this first half against Cincinnati Bengals, yet somehow they're still in the game, I couldn't fault Kevin Stefanski if he ends up putting Deshaun Watson on ice for a little bit and giving that job to Jacoby Brissett, you can't flip-flop back and forth, but if Deshaun's going to prevent your chances and you think that yeah. you have a legitimate shot at the playoffs, then I think that you got to ride with somebody who yeah. actually got you to in position I mean, to be winning these games. No, no, nobody's arguing who the quarterback of the future in Cleveland exactly. is. They've made that perfectly clear, but at the same time, it's we, if you make other things other than winning your number one priority, that's tricky. Canton Carlin is brought to you by CSX. CSX is hiring train conductors. Visit csx.com slash careers. Weekdays on ESPN Radio.